Pitsill Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your hosts, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coast Cam? Not too much, man. Just living the holiday spirit. Just poured me a nice little uh, Christmas michelada, and yeah, hanging out. I'm on holiday break, man. I don't have to go back to work for like a month. So, well actual work but side work side hustles are coming in strong right now side hustles are coming in strong well we appreciate everybody tuning in to this week's episode of racers and rental cars podcast it is our christmas edition so while you're out there traveling around the country if you are traveling around the country to spend time with your loved ones on the christmas holiday we shame on you (laughs) rule breaker we are glad that you're taking us with you so uh thanks for tuning in we're going to give you a unique episode this week because we're going to do our naughty and nice list for christmas as well as we're going to talk about some social media to come off of our show from last week with alex Stryler. and if you did not listen to that show you should definitely tune into it because alex drops a huge discount offer at the end of the show and it is just too good to pass up while you're on the holiday break you can knock it out before new year's and kick off your 2021 better than your 2020 started and with that cam it's christmas dude what it was what are you doing for your wife and your kid for Christmas? You guys playing the whole Santa Claus thing up pretty good right now, huh? That whole kid oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. No, he's excited. We actually went and saw Santa the other night at uh, the local outdoor mall here. It was really weird because you had to – they had, like, sanitizer in, like, one of them things where you pump up and you spray it, like, for your fertilizer or your lawn care pest c- control stuff. They put it on the boxes you sit on, and then Santa was behind a plexiglass thing, him and Mrs. Claus. And anyway, but Jet says he wants, he told Santa that he wants some Hot Wheels. Um, so he's going to get an abundance of Hot Wheels. Not that he doesn't already have like 9,000 of them, but um, I have a feeling that Santa's going to bring him something pretty cool in regards to that. So, so I hear. He called me the other day and told me. I got you. What about the motorcycle yeah. side? Are we getting, are we getting upgrades? on the motorcycle side uh, you know what um we were gonna get him one of them stasic bikes which is basically like a it's a strider bike but it's motorized but i think we're gonna wait for his birthday in august because he needs to be a little bit older um because i don't want to put him on that before i put him on I, we've been working on the pedal thing lately and i don't want to give him the motorized thing before he learns how to pedal because then he'll never want to pedal. So, <laughs> which I don't blame him. But so, I mean, he already has this little electric motorcycle. I'm mean, as I gaze over here in the garage, he's got it literally. It's really bad when you have a bike rack like that they have at the, at the freaking bike store in your garage because he's got so many damn bikes. Um, so yeah, he's got plenty, but yeah, we almost got him one of those, but we decided we're going to wait until his birthday because, it just, I don't want to, I don't want to crutch him on motorized just yet. <laughs> Try to teach him some. Every day. Yeah, we already ride every day on his electric motorcycle around the neighborhood, and he likes to quote unquote go over the bridge. Um, we like we ride on the skinny part of the curb where you go up in the driveways, and then the next door neighbor's driveway. He calls them bridges. Dad, Dad, go over the bridge. <laughs> well. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like uh, Jet's gonna get what 
he wants for Christmas. What are we getting Ange for Christmas? Uh, I don't, dude, I don't know, man. She's so hard. Like, we've been doing so much. She got a brand new kitchen. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. She got a brand new kitchen. I I got to sell my motorhome and give her a brand new kitchen for Christmas. (laughs) There you go. When she comes down the hallway for Christmas and says, what's under the tree for me? Turn around, throw your hand up in the air. A brand new kitchen. That's right. Put it in a box with a bow. Show them what yeah. you got, Bob. Yeah. Bob. No, I I don't know. Like honestly, like I'm really bad at getting her gifts because she's like she has everything she could ever want. And anytime you ask her, she's like, just get some stuff for the baby. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. Like this for you for Christmas. Like, what do you want? So I have a couple ideas, but we'll see. She just uh, poor thing. Like she's about to pop. You know, she's got a month left. And she's just ready to be done. So, I don't know. How, she's like get a massage or something. How's that gym gym program going? She's, she's still, still doing goes. that? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I got to okay. hand it to her, man. She, she, uh, she's all about the gym. She actually signed up for some kickboxing. Or, I don't know. She's a member of this gym that we have here in Huntington and they have all these different classes but I looked in the back seat of her car and she had boxing gloves in there and I was like wow man going big time these days got some boxing gloves <laughs> she's like yeah I really like it you should do it too you'd like it too mm-hmm. maybe but probably not she's going to do kickboxing while she's still pregnant mm-hmm. yeah so don't piss her off me piss her off. What about the kid when it comes out? Oh yeah, how's that feel? Kick, 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 oh, yeah. kick. <laughs> Push. He's kicking. <laughs> yep. February fourth is gonna be right around the corner here, pretty darn quick. I have a feeling she's gonna come early though. That's she's miserable. Yeah, she is. So like. Are we still doing photos and videos and stuff? Can we do like a miserable Angie video and put it out on Instagram? <laughs> like, well, I should. I could do that. Yeah, I mean, like quart of ice cream, quart of ice cream or something. Oh, she's that's eating her every day. Or... She eats ice cream every single day. And whether she's pregnant or not, that's just what she does. And God love her for it. But um, yeah, lately she's been wearing, she bought this new robe and she just, She's like, don't you just love this thing? She's like, you better get used to it because this is all you're going to see for like the next nine months. <laughs> like, oh, sweet. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, Lord. Anyway. So other well. than that, you know, things are awesome around here. It's a holidays. Got a couple people coming to see us. You know, Santa's going to come. Yeah. I, oh, I did. <laughs> okay, I got to tell you this. So, uh, there's a gentleman and his wife were jogging down our sidewalk the other night. And uh, I was getting something out of the garage. It was probably a frosty beverage out of my fridge in the garage. And I, I walk in, the, I'm like walking in the house. And the guy like looks over at our house and he goes, nice job on the lights. <laughs> and I was like, hey, thanks, man. And like Angie was in the living room, like, which is in the front of our house. She's like, what'd that guy say? I said, hey, he said, nice job on the lights. And she's like, oh, God, here we go. Because, you know. <laughs> I was taking oh. pride in the lights, you know, and she's like, oh, it's such a dad move. Like, look at the smirk on your face. I'm like, see, he thought they were nice looking. What do you want from me? When are we going to get the neighborhood winning winner? When's the contest over? <sighs> Dude, there, I, there's not like an official one in our neighborhood, which there should be. I should um, put that on our neighborhood watch app and say, what the hell? Who's voting? There's a no, couple you- people- you should make your own sign, dude, that says neighborhood light winner and stick it in the yard. Just stick it right out in the yard. Voted best in the neighborhood and just put it right there in the yard. Dude, you should totally, I mean, you go to, you should totally do that. Go to the sign shop down the street. It'll be like 25 bucks. It'll be, it just put your GoPro out there and I mean, wait to see who comes up and tries to rip it out of your yard. Like political signs, people stealing Donald Trump signs and stuff. Oh, dude, steal that's yours. the best part I love about my neighborhood is there's like Trump, 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 Biden, Trump, Biden, 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 <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump. Like they all got the signs. I'm surprised that, like I said, I think I said it before. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a 
revolt in my neighborhood and there's like a civil war going on in the neighborhood. <laughs> but yes, that's a good idea. That'd actually be a pretty good prank. I like that. Totally. You Everybody totally already do. makes fun of me because I put caution children at play sign because my yes, my parents live across the street from me, so like directly across the street. So the reason why I put the signs up is we live like right behind my parents' house is the elementary school. So there's kids always everywhere on our street. And these people haul ass and I'm such a dad crotchety old dad neighbor guy. get off my lawn yeah get off my grass <laughs> and so i i bought these they were on amazon they're like five bucks or whatever ten bucks and i put them on each side of the street so just to like let people know and these fools just haul ass so everybody gives me shit oh you're the fucking guy that's got the signs in front of his house like yeah because i don't want your kid or my kid to get mowed over when he goes and chases a ball outside when that asshole's doing 45 miles an hour down the street and then angie's chimes in god you're such a just you're such a grumpy old man <laughs> like ah you know, gotta slow down when there's kids around yeah gotta watch but kids dude, gotta i'm watch telling kids. you man i'm telling you these people haul ass like it's nuts and and they all live in here and they know that there's like a bazillion kids running around here just it just pisses me off mm. it was funny like this this sounds so terrible but the other day i had i was working in the front yard in the driveway or in the garage and jet likes to play he likes to throw the rocks and do whatever in the front yard and i intentionally he he knows not to go across the street or to go into the street but he was out by the parkway where the tree was he likes to chase the squirrels and I had the sign, and then I intentionally had Jed out there. I like I knew where he was, but like you couldn't see me. And like I was watching him from like around the corner. And this lady comes ripping her down the street, and she like slams on the brakes because she saw Jet like kind of close to the street. I'm like, that's right. You should have looked at the sign, bitch. Just saying. Man, she, like looked at me like like oh my god, like why is this kid out by this by the curb? He's playing, man. That's what he does. He's a little kid. Man, so Doing much adventures. for our so much for our Jingle Bells Christmas episode. <laughs> Just call me the Grinch, man. Not many things get me fired up, but speeding through the neighborhood. Speeding through the neighborhood. Yes, it does. All right, Clint Eastwood. Well, last week we had Alex Stryler on, and we talked a lot about value and evaluations and renewals and proof of performance reports. And if you didn't catch that, please go back, download it, listen to it. You're going to catch up on a huge discount offer at the end. But Cam brought up about social media value and how to understand what your engagement rate is and followers. And me being me, overloaded, I was like, I totally need an app or a program or a third party to be able to contract to so that they can tell me what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right. And old Cam popped off at the mouth like he does from time to time. He says, I got this. So, Cam, yes, what, do you, what, what do you have for our listeners that's going to help them understand and improve their social media? Well, I'm sure there's a bazillion different ways to do this, but the one that I have been using for quite some time back when I was at my previous place of employment and or my personal stuff, um, there is a program which I have nothing to do with this program. It's just one that I thought that was actually pretty cool because it gives you quite a bit of information and it's relatively inexpensive. It's called Square. Iconosquare is a website slash app that will basically tell its uh, format that lays it all out. We were talking about graphs and all those different things. It tells you how fast you gain follower. It doesn't add follow. It just gives you all the numbers, all the numerics. So this isn't like a follow adder thing or anything like that. All it is is it's telling you all the information that you that these potential sponsors may want to know. What are your impressions? What is your reach? Um, average engagement rate per post, average engagement rate per per video, um, most liked photos, um, and it ha- it reads it in a percentage, and you can you can pick the date whether it's the year, the month, last thirty days, uh, last six months, whatever you decide, um, previous quarter, 
So that way you can potentially be somewhat educated when you go into some of these meetings and say, hey, you know, they're like, oh, well, how many impressions have you had in the past 30 days or whatever? Oh, I've had 40,000 or I've had four, whatever, you know. And what's cool is it kind of it does explain it. If you don't know what impressions is, as it'll tell you, if you don't know what reach is, um, like if you hover over reach, I'm just looking at it right now and it'll tell you it says um, <clears throat> in this particular one I'm looking at, it says my reach has lowered um, compared to previous periods by X amount of numbers. Um, you should look into this and then it, you know, you can, okay, well, if whatever posts I've made in the past month or whatever I haven't reached certain people, well, there's got to be a reason, right? So maybe. It wasn't an engaging post. People weren't commenting or liking. So maybe you should just kind of steer away from those kind of things. So, and it also has graphs and things like that. If you want to include those into your uh, your decks or whatever, if if they ask or whatever, you can. You know, there's bar graphs, line graphs, all kinds of cool stuff. But it's called Icono Square. You guys should check it out. I think it's like a hundred bucks a year. Um, they also do have a free. I think it's like a fourteen day trial when you first sign up. And you don't have to put in your credit card information or anything. It just does it for you for two weeks for free. Kind of gets you an idea. And if it's something you like, sign up, whatever. If not, it'll kind of give you somewhat of an idea. If you just sign up for free, you put your email address in. It's not that big a deal. Put your fake email address in. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. And, and learn something. It's pretty cool. All right. So I have been sitting over here playing around with with the icon square and i think that we should maybe have a contest kind of have like a a battle the mic drop battle the eight mile rabbit versus papa doc we're in <laughs> we're, everybody we're, from the three one three on three yeah. <laughs> We should we should totally get like a couple people and like go after it. Like see if we can help them and they can they can try to improve their program and so forth. So uh if you're interested and you're a listener, send us a hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. And like I said, Cam and I, neither one of us are endorsing this program, but it does seem to be the simplest program an app that's out there that can track and knock out what we need as racers and individuals that are trying to improve our programs with them giving us advice and guidance. And, and the reports are pretty unique telling you, yep, you can go to, we did that. We did that on our own stuff to see exactly how we are. So we're going to be trying to improve our stuff because of course, the racers audit just says you suck. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) But, you know, it's not it's a growing process, right? You're never perfect. I mean, I think that was one of the things that Ashley, when we had her on from DSR, she's like social media was a moving target. It's always evolving. It's always moving. You're never going to be perfect at it. You just have to keep consistently doing a good job at it and and chipping away at it. And I think that's kind of what you have to you have to kind of have an understanding of what you need to chip away at first before you start if you don't know you know you just posting and tagging and you know sharing and liking and commenting and so forth and you think you're doing a great job and then you pull up a report like this and you go what do you mean i'm at 33% i can do better <laughs> Yeah, what's pretty cool, too, is it it has things in it, too, to where, like, it'll take all of your posts and it'll average them out. And, like, for instance, it says, on Fridays at 7 p.m., your posts have an average engagement rate of X based on these posts. And it says that that's my particular best time. That's when people are the most active on mine at 7 p.m. on Fridays. So I should have posted yesterday at 7 p.m., but I didn't. And that's one thing. I'm really bad. I I'm really bad at social media these days as far as just kind of keeping up with it and things like that. But it's like a full-time job, just just trying to understand all this stuff and, and to do it and be consistent. The biggest thing is like, everybody always talks about is being consistent, right? 
they say you're supposed to post at least once a day, but that's hard for me sometimes. Got a couple I, things going on. You know, I, I will say this. There, You're right about the consistency, but I have noticed, right? So I have another program, Hootsuite, that I like to use that cross-promotes, you know, and, and posts, if you will. And I've noticed that some of the information that comes back out of that, there are certain, because there's like a tracking mechanism, right? So you can... Um, you can put in, if you want to, people that you want to follow and see what they're doing and how they're running their social media and what type of content and, and so forth that they're putting out there. And when you do that, you start to go, man, they've used that same photo 12 times in the last five months. Or yeah. Yeah, it's, don't do the, that. it's the same Right, it's the same mass tag hashtag list that's just through the roof, and it's like, I mean, that's how can that? I mean, yeah, it says, oh, you can maximize thirty hashtags. That don't mean you got to use all thirty, but it's like the same thing over and over again. And sometimes that is not good for you. You you need to have fresh content, and it really is difficult, especially if you're trying to just hang everything off of motorsports and what you're doing. That's why I'm sorry. I mix in my, I mean, I do, I'm guilty of it. I mix in my personal life and things that I'm doing and everything into my social media. But I mean, again, I think that makes it authentic and genuine. Uh, there's not, there's not a whole lot of stage stuff that, that we have. It goes on in my life. Cause I'm typically the one using the camera. So, uh, but nonetheless, I think it's really cool. I think if people want to, uh, chime in, maybe we can have a little contest to start out like the first 90 days of the year or something like that. Kick the new year off, right. Or 30 day contest, see what we can come up with, give out some swag or something from racers and rental cars to the person that does the best or so forth. So. If you're out there, you're listening uh, for the Alex Striller, Striller, I'm sorry, for his uh, sponsorship strategies, and then us with our Icon Square. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're gift-giving. It's the Christmas episode. episode. I think I've been drinking that Mexican beer you got over there. Uh, good stuff, man. I hear you. But, no, it'd be kind of cool. I think it'd be interesting to see what people come up with and see how eye-opening it is for them. So... That being said, it's Christmas. I it's our last one to, to talk about, but man, I really oh, wait. Yeah. What? We're all in misery? I'm uh, just wondering Christmas vacation quote, man. Oh, uh, I pass. Uh, sometimes those movies okay, before I talk about the, the sound bite, but I mean Christmas vacation, national lampoons, there were some of them that were really good, and then there were some of them that I just kind of lost my interest at some point. Don't went, you tell me that Christmas vacation was bad. Because that is the all time greatest Christmas movie on the planet. Even better than Jack Frost? Such a go. Right? Nonetheless, Christmas gifts. I'd love to hear how many people Multiple got something times this month. By the way, <laughs> exactly. And, I, uh, I've, I've walked into places and my own mug is on the freaking TV, and it just still never gets never gets old. <laughs> Neither do the royalty checks. Sure don't. Everybody uh, gives me shit, but you know what? It's what put me where I'm at. Uh, royalty like checks. It, love it. Hate it. Whatever you want to do. Checks bounce. I'll keep cashing them. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope we get some folks that'll tell us, tag us, that they got something from Manscaped for Christmas. Manscaped.com, been a partner for the last half of our year on racersandrentalcars.com. Their discount code is still good until the 31st, cranking into the new year, R-I-R-C. If you didn't get something from Manscaped and you wanted it, just take care of yourself. Go buy it yourself. Use the discount code RIRC when you pick up the perfect package. Save 20% and get free shipping. And you can take care of yourself since nobody else wanted to take care of you. Maybe you need to find that new special someone for New Year's Eve. <laughs> and you start, start 21 off better than you close 20 out. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there it went. 
All right, Cam, let's let's dive off into our naughty and nice list. This is the first year that we're we're doing this on the show. Uh the past the past years we've actually kind of taken the Christmas break off and not really done a uh naughty and nice list or a Christmas episode, if you will. So I thought that it was uh a good idea since we're doing a Christmas episode that we kind of give our input out there for the world of motorsports of who might be on the naughty and nice list. Uh, we have some honorable mentions that we'll have in here, but uh, like all good things, let's start off with the bad. <laughs> <laughs> we kind we kind of accelerate and excel in the bad program area. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to kick off number five. I'm going to kick it off. Number five on my naughty list is the Ford electric Mustang that was getting that got caught doing burnouts <laughs> in the hey guys they won't hear us let's just go ahead and do a burnout it'll be fine <laughs> oh, oh man yeah for sure so I, I'm <laughs> they get number five for doing burnouts on property at the U.S. Nationals <laughs> I mean man. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. That's pretty good. So we're, we're going to give them number five. Well, what do you got over there, Cam? For number four? for Are we doing naughty list? A complete naughty list? Yeah, let's do a complete naughty list. Get, uh, get all the bad out of the way. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go number four is um, Alexander Rossi and the prank war that they had going on at the Indy 500. Somebody decided to put his golf cart on blocks and then put the tires and rims up on top of his bus. I thought that was pretty legit. He's known for quite be for being quite the prank warist, and uh, I thought that was pretty damn funny. But whoever yeah. did it, shame on you. <laughs> but not, but not really. He got some, they got some really good publicity out of it as there was multiple uh, interviews done. You know, at that time, it was uh, kind of, you, if you want to, you know, COVID going on, they uh, had to quarantine themselves. And so the pit reporters and the press, if you will, were doing interviews through plastic windows, you know, the partitions, and they had to, they only had a certain amount of time with them. And there was a lot of article write-ups. That was just hilarious. I I mean, the, he was accusing everybody. Connor Daly, the list went on. It it was like watching our own Law and Order show uh, play out for you right there. So that was pretty good. All right, number three on the naughty list. Uh, somebody probably would have thought this might have made number one, but it's not going to. Kyle Larson and his vocabulary issues uh, for earlier in the year as he, um, yeah, dropped the bomb and lost his job in the process for uh from getting let go from chip ganassi racing um so kyle larson he made the naughty list for that uh number three <laughs> i don't think we can say anything else more about it crash and burn mav crash and burn <laughs> all right what do we got here? Number two, I'm going to go with uh, not necessarily NHRA. I'm going to go with Coca-Cola for boning the whole NHRA for backing out of their contract after it was already live and saying that it was because of COVID uh, or whatever. And then, yeah, but not necessarily NHRA, but coca-cola shame on you for doing that <laughs> that sucks you know if you're gonna do something didn't 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 your parents ever say you know if you're not gonna if you're gonna do something do it right and don't just make sure you follow through yeah the follow through with that coca-cola is you know not so much there i have i have switched to pepsi <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know I don't know if Coke. And Dasani water. And Dasani. Dasani is Coke. You got to switch to Nestle. Nestle. Nestle water. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, that's a tough one. I I just. 
God bless them. They did Coca Cola did a lot for our sport. At the same time, it's you know what they say, right? You can have that. Um, you can do all these great things and have that one big f up, and nobody remembers all the great things that you did. They only remember the f up, and you know it. That's tough. Um, I mean, I'll go back. But we can go back some years. Well, actually, how about decades? Remember, remember John Force having Coca Cola on the side of his funny car. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. Uh, I mean, Coca Cola has been around our sport for a long time. Even no, back I mean, in the it's days, one thing, it's one thing to 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 end your sponsorship, but like in the middle of a contract, that's the that's the bummer part. Yes, I, I don't I care. Totally... Like, if you want to get out of the sport, that's that's fine. But at least follow through with what you started. I I, I totally agree with you. I, I mean, I'd like to be involved in the pool for how many years it'll be before Coke comes back into our sport. <laughs> are we, are we, I, I mean, can we say a decade? It depends how, on how long that the upper management is there. I would totally, I would totally agree with you on that. Usually, there's a turnover after yep. you know what seven to ten years. If that, yeah, I, yeah, I, I. I'd be willing to take some odds on the fact that Coca-Cola would be back after after 10 years. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. That's number two. You, you had a tough one there. Uh, number one, man, this was a tough one. I don't think anybody really saw it coming. Geico closes the doors down on the Supercross team after they've been with them for two decades. That... I. And that's, uh, I guess if we look back, we could kind of put that deal on leaving. Uh, let's see, we could use DSR in the Army. We could use Castrol GTX and John Force. We could do Budweiser and Kenny Bernstein. I, I mean, when you come in and you leave Home Depot, Joe Gibbs, and when you start hitting 10, like Alex was saying on the show, you know, you have sponsorship deals, you know, the first five to 20 years, that's where the money is made at. And those are long lasting relationships because you've been successful and, and they just, they, yeah, we're out. Uncle UFC tapped out, submit, blacked out one or the other. I don't know, but they left and that was a big deal. Um, Hate to hear that. Hate to hear anything that's that's decade long relationships uh, to impact that many people. So, Geico gets the number one on the naughty list for me. That's just the way that one's going to go, Cam. I agree. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, that was a powerhouse team, and you know, anytime any sponsor leaves a a team or a sport, it's it's. Uh, it impacts a lot of people and you know that's the biggest bummer of the whole deal like it was a rough year and having people lose their jobs and stuff over that is it's never fun it is not so with the naughty let's move on to the nice i'm gonna i want to kick this one off because i thought this one was way cool uh number five my nice goes to the janik brothers for financing and supporting Aaron Stanfield in winning the Factory Stock Showdown Championship and a Pro Stock Wally win. So the Janik brothers get huge, huge props. Be number five on the nice list. I think that was an awesome thing for them to do uh, for Aaron Stanfield. He's definitely going to be around for years to come in the sport, and uh, he's, he's getting it done in uh, two classes, sometimes three classes. So uh, big props to the Janik brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've actually never met him, but he seems like a super cool kid, humble, humble, and you know, seems like he works pretty hard. So that's awesome for him to get an opportunity. Oh, totally, absolutely. Anytime, anytime you can get an opportunity and have pe- good people behind you to support you. Uh, and stand with you through the highs and the lows. And when you get some highs and you get highs like a championship and an NHRA pro stock win, it's not like those things are easy to come by. So uh, absolutely props to them. What do you got over there for number four? Number four, what do we have written down here? Oh, 
Well, for those of you that don't know, um, Steve Torrance and I had a, a bit of an issue about a year ago, and uh, no, really, I'm give yeah, I don't know, it's weird. I mean, I didn't hear about that. No, it's weird. I didn't hear much of it either, but you know, some people did. So, um, oh, okay. we're gonna give him, we're gonna give him and the whole family a big, uh, a big number four on the nice list. You know, a lot of people think that. Steve and I hate each other, and we really don't. We resolved our differences, which we didn't really even have any differences, to be honest with you. It just was a bunch of miscommunication and misunderstanding about the whole situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're cool. Like we talk all the time. We talked a bunch this uh, this year and things like that. So like we're cool, and you know, we've we've buried the hatchet. So and same to uh, also a, a big nice to his whole family for. Uh, for uh being so supportive with uh with the Lagana family and stuff like that. Like, you know, that's that was a, a tragic thing and it's we're so happy to see, you know, Dom doing so much better and things like that. Um and, you know, it's really cool for them to do all the Lagana strong stuff and, you know, run the body and stuff like that at uh US Nationals and so yeah. Um I'm gonna give it to, to Steve and the whole family. Uh, I echo that sentiment for them being on the list. Uh, Torrance family, I, I can only imagine what the tragedy feeling uh, Bobby and Dom and, and uh, Sarah just for them and their small their small circle, right? You know, their dad passed away, their mom passed away. It's Bobby and Dom against the world, uh, and the and Torrance family stood right there and the whole entire organization to support Dom. Uh, in his recovery and and uh you know props to steve and you to uh take what we thought might be a significant rivalry uh for the ages and bury the hatchet and moving on to bigger and better things so number three for me just as it was number two for you number three for me camping world coming in and saving NHRA in the middle of just a complete and utter disaster, disaster brewing, if you will. If you want to call it soup that was on the stove and looked like it was about to boil over. Uh, Marcus and his team from Camping World put a deal together with NHRA, multi-year deal. And I got to think that that's going to have some significant impacts for the world of drag racing uh most most primary you know the primary side being nhra but i feel like it is going to impact our sport to grow with an organization like camping world and marcus and his diverse team uh being there as a partner so i i hope to see huge things out of them and the relationship with nhra in 21 absolutely that uh thank you to you know everybody at camping world and their staff for uh stepping in and, and uh, throwing us a lifeline so hopefully it's a great relationship and uh you know they can they can um start where coca-cola left off so that's pretty cool and then uh, what we got here what do we got here oh number two i'm gonna give it to the world of outlaws the nos energy drink whatever they want to call it um for increasing the points purse and increasing the payout for individual races for 2021 in a very, very hard year of 2020. There's a lot of dismal things going on in the world of motorsports and the world of outlaws come in and decided to say, you know what? Screw it. We're going to increase everything and give back to the racer. I thought that was pretty badass, If you ask me, that gives my number two. Well, and I can't disagree with that at all when there is a lot of organizations that are taking steps backwards, cutting purses, uh, citing reasons of sponsorship and COVID and, and so forth. Um, that's a big deal. And the World of Outlaws, they stepped up and increased the purse. And they've also, it looks like from what I understand, have increased their relationships for their tv package if you will live streaming that's gonna really pick up a a couple steps here going into 21 as well so uh kudos to them totally agree with you on that my number one on the nice list and people will probably give me crap for it don't really care rick hendrick 
signing Kyle Larson. Waited and waited and waited. We all knew that Kyle was going to get signed by somebody, but Rick Hendrick sticks his neck out. His organization, they signed Kyle Larson. We've, uh, the past couple weeks, if you've been watching social media and so forth, the motorsports outlets, there's talk that they're getting closer to signing some sponsorship deals. But just as many conversations about being closer to signing them, there's just as many conversations about people, executives in anonymity saying they will not touch Kyle Larson for at least five years. Uh, to have their organizations, companies, or brands or products associated with Kyle. So there's a, there's a lot of people that are still out there. They're going to stay on the sidelines. There's a few people that saying they're that they're close to signing sponsorship deals to give Kyle Larson a, a second chance. And if uh, and if you've listened to his interviews, uh, both he and Rick, they're both optimistic. He made a mistake. He's he's going through the process of learning, being a better person. And uh, so Rick Hendrick gets my uh, gets my number one for the nice. Boom. Take that. All right. Good. I mean, that's that's not a, not a bad list. I don't not think it was that bad. No. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. Uh, now, now we got some honorable mentions, right? Because if we were just to sit here and make naughty and nice list and just keep going and going and going, man, we, we'd have a list of the top 100 naughty and nices going on in the world of motorsports. And we just don't have time for that. And nor, nor do the people that's listening to our show want to hear a hundred different things, naughty and nice. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb right now on my honorable mention. Now, honorable mention is not really broken down into a naughty or nice category. You just, you have it. And then you just basically make your argument of support of why they're getting labeled this. So my first honorable mention is going to be track prep and track prep in the world of motorsports. I'm going to give track prep a nice list. And that's for the radio racers and the track prep masters that are so-called out there that are setting these radio cars just ridiculous records all over the country, right? Mainly in the South, but but setting these records left and right. They're going to get my nice. And then the track prep's going to get my naughty. Uh, for wadding up race cars at NHRA events um, and just not getting it done. And so uh, that's that's my naughty on that side. Uh, what you got over there on your side, Cam? I don't know. I thought you had a, the one. Oh, you yeah, um, oh oh I okay. I thought that was in the production notes. That's okay. You go back to sleep. No, I'll I'll finish this. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't give me honorable mentions, bro. Oh okay. All right. I'll run I the okay that piece of chicken scratch paper over there uh, on your show right. notes. On my show notes. All right. My next honorable mention is all of the retirements that went on in the world of motorsports. Jimmy Johnson, Clint Boyer, Jason Line, Jed Coughlin. Uh, those are the four that come to mind that are that have walked away uh, from the sport in a full-time capacity, if you will. Jimmy Johnson's obviously going over to do some, some indie car work with Chip Ganassi. Uh, Jed Coughlin, you can say whatever you want to about him. He can take the first half of the year off and come back, and he'd still end up picking up two or three Wallies for, for a part-time basis. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Jed at some point in 21. Uh, maybe he'll come back and do just every time he comes out, maybe Woody will just get him to do throwback schemes because I love it when they bring the Jeg's throwback schemes on the cars that really makes i that just kind of gets me giddy a little bit because some of those are really sick uh jason line i i hear we'll see him uh racing his stalker uh as he's uh decided to be a racetrack or a race promoter as bo butner dave conley and jason line are putting on a new stock super stock series that's going to kick off in march down at south georgia motorsports park so jason line the race promoter uh no longer you know not not gonna uh, just be an engine builder. He's gonna have to have that race promoter title, and then Clint Boyer, who we're gonna see on a weekly basis in the TV booth, 
as he continues to bring his personality and make us all laugh with his uh, antics and comments. Uh, there's never a dull moment with him. So those four in the retirement category of honorable mention, they all they all hit that. It was a rough tw- or, you know, a rough 2020 going into 21, losing a lot of racers. But nonetheless, uh, they went out on top and we'll look forward to uh, them still being involved in the world of motorsports. Amen to that. Oh, man. I almost hate to do this last uh, this last honorable mention. That's just, it's always tough and it gets people spun up. Um, and, man, it's rough, right? To, to I'm have scared because I don't know what this third one is. And, 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 and I don't mind talking about it. I just hate the fact that people do it. And I I mean, I can make arguments for or against on this, but I'm more against it than I am for it. And oh, I think I know what it is. I remember. Now. I, okay. you know, this is a naughty list one, right? Yeah, oh, this is totally, yeah, this is totally a naughty deal. If you, if you cannot be creative in understanding what type of avenue or segment that you should be focused in for your sponsorship search. If you cannot figure that out, spend some money and let them help you. Don't just arbitrarily go, let me look down the list of the companies that are involved in motorsports for all these other drivers and let me just start calling all of them and trying to get them to sponsor me instead of Racer X. That's it's really not the way it's done. Um, you need to be unique. And that's what makes it unique. And there is pl- there is a plethora of companies out there that need to be involved in our sport that you as individual racers or race teams can focus on and create that relationship that will that will stand that will go for years by going to them instead of going to somebody else's sponsor uh and if and if you don't know how to do it that's fine send us an email we'll help you i'll totally help you as long as you're going after somebody, a different company and not going after somebody else's sponsor, uh, that just, man, that just gets in my crawl. Cause you're, you're take, you're trying to take low hanging fruit versus working hard to grow a tree and let your own tree produce fruit. You're stealing apples out of the orchard instead of making your own orchard. So make sure that you're not considered a sponsor, a sponsor stealing agency or a sponsor stealing driver. Cause I promise you, if you're one of them, you've got a nickname and every, and people that are executives and, and professionals in the sport, they talk about you. All right. And it goes to your credibility. When you bring a new company in, you elevate your game and the way that people look at you. When you don't bring a new company in and you just, are out there trying to get whomever it's a bad look that's all i can say it's a bad look um it's a bad look (laughs) it is and i don't i just don't i mean alex talked about it last week it's it's part of you knowing your value and the more and more that you see it happen it's like it becomes okay and like there's no ethics involved and that just drives me insane. So it's like I start looking at the the people that are doing it or the agencies that are doing it, the larger agencies, sports agencies that are taking sponsors from other teams or, or making backdoor deals. I look at them and go, you're that bad person. You're, you're the guy or gal that won't help the old lady across the street. It goes to your core at that point. And so, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a bad one. I'm out on that. Don't do it. If you need help, call somebody. I promise you we'll help you. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll yeah, that probably should have made the, the 
main list, but yep, honorable mention will work for me. Well, I got to go out on that. A... Yeah, I... poor gal. No, don't be that person. Let me go out on a high note. Well, well, okay. I'm going to go out on one more low note, but then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with a high note. COVID. COVID is making my list because of the amount of people that it's affecting that's in our world of motorsports, creating havoc in companies, in society, in taking loved ones away from their other loved ones. So COVID, you get a big middle finger. Get the heck out of here. Got that WTF card. Oh, he's getting a huge WTF card. And, and if they ever, I'm pretty sure if they ever identify the person that actually developed this, there, there'll be a, there'll be a, uh, there'll, there'll be a, there'll be a CBT that a CBT that's going to go, uh, go find them. Uh, and we'll, it, it'll be, it'll be way worse than the search for Bin Laden. I promise you that. Um, let's go out on the high note. MVP. Sorry. She gets it four time, four time champ, Eric Anders. She gets the MVP. E-E, four times. She gets it. Um, there's a lot of champions that were out there this year uh, in the world of motorsports, but but Eric Enders, four-time pro-stock champ, whether it was her team building horsepower or her leaving, uh, the combination of the two, they work great together. Got to give it to her. Uh, she gets she gets the MVP for for me as far as the motorsports nice and naughty list. She gets the MVP. I'll take that. I'll back that. No one, no one mess with the EE because she'll come at you five times before too long. <laughs> I mean, t- dude, it's not going to be much longer, and she's going to start sounding like LeBron. Not one, not two, not three, not four. <laughs> I mean. Hey, I, shoo. I mean, she keeps going. Her and Michael Jordan will be able to have a conversation. How many you got? How many you got? Hot. She'd be holding her hands up like this, looking like MJ. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> well, Cam, that was our nice and naughty list. We talked a little bit about a social media app. Uh, we've talked about Christmas gifts. I really don't know what else could go wrong or would go wrong oh yes i do i left it here scratched on my paper and so we i want to close this out did you see a a racer that made a long post on facebook in regards to a questionnaire that was sent out to a specific (laughs) category and he elaborated on things that need to get changed before we make changes to a class. Did you happen to see that post on Facebook? I saw a couple of them. If it's the one I'm thinking of, yes. His initials were DJ. Yes. Last name Cox. Last name Cox. Um, that he's not the, and it's, it's a, okay. So it's not the, first time obviously that anybody has ever taken a questionnaire that was or posed of questions and made a post and put it out on social media it happened with i believe the 410 sprint cars or or the midgets that they run at the chili bowl there was a couple racers that that had differences of opinion for requirements and rules for that and that took place in social media world and battled out obviously we've had all kinds of other battles in drag racing because you and i both pay attention to that but but i've seen you know the nascar and they want you know get rid of the yellow line on the last lap for the race back to the checker and and just uh, there's been all kinds right and racers i'm sorry but racers are going to take their voice to the court of public of opinion they always are and dj cox did that this week in regards to what nhra needs to do to impact the alcohol class and he was talking about how they're they're typically now one of the last cars down the racetrack and one of the first ones up the next morning 
Uh, they're, they used to race in front of fans as part of the show. Now they don't race. They race in front of empty grandstands. Oh, uh, and he just, I mean, he had, they were all, all of them valid points, right? Just complete valid points. And the questions were posed based on bringing in a fuel to funny car, whether or not that was going to increase the number of cars and participants in performance and yada, yada, yada. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that kind of goes to your heart because you're a nostalgia, funny car guy at, at heart there for your background. And a lot of the guys that we've had on the show got nostalgia, funny car background. Um, what did you, what was your take on that? I know you're a pro, you're top fuel cam. I get that. You're going to be part of the show all the time. You're always going to race in front of grandstands that have fans. You're going to have TV. If you were a nostalgia funny car guy, is that enticing you after you hear what somebody who's been a regional champ, been a multi-divisional champ? I think DJ Cox is actually a Jags all-star. I mean, we're not talking about a spring chicken here. This guy's been around for a minute and and, and has some has some experience and, and some credibility to back up. Does that how how does that make you feel about bringing your program or continuing? How about that? Continuing your program in in the in the alcohol ranks for NHRA or bring your nostalgia car over from Nostalgia Funny Car. I mean, it's hard to say. It makes me wonder if they're trying to do that because of the fact that maybe the nostalgia classes are getting too out of hand and they're trying to spread that out a little bit um, and kind of bring them over to the main show a little bit, which I have a feeling some people would be interested in that. Some people not. Now, I don't know. He did have valid points. There's some other racers out there that I won't name that... I literally wanted to go on there and put some serious blast on them, but they actually, they have a lot of opinions that I don't agree with, and I should just probably unfriend them because they do it a lot, and it just really bothers me. <laughs> but um, they race in the alcohol funny car class too, so um, yeah. But So they obviously had all kinds of things to say, but... He does have DJ did have valid points, and I understand where he's coming from. Like I, I get it. You know, I, I've lived in that world, and I still do. You know, I still have a super comp car, and I mean, a lot of the stuff he talks about, and I've raced in the alcohol classes for years in the dragster class, and you know, I don't think NHRA was looking at it to be malicious by any chance. I think they were trying to just grow, <laughs> grow the sport and and whatever. But I think people kind of partially just don't have anything else to do other than complain so yeah but i mean he did have valid points but i don't think they're maliciously trying to like kill the class or kill it being a driver's class and all this stuff you know because all the haters out there say that anyone and their brother can drive an a fuel dragster so anyone and their brother can drive an a fuel funny car blah 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 whatever um that's fine. Yeah, everyone I, can I, the, everyone can have I their can, own opinion. I but. can't drive an A fuel funny car. <laughs> everyone can have their own opinion on any and all that, but dude, I, I don't know. I think it got blown way out of proportion. I think it would be cool. My personal opinion. So you heard it here. Camera for A sports. A fuel funny car. Sorry. Hate me if you want, but I don't hate you. And and I don't and so here again here's here's the deal, I don't hate the idea, because of what you're saying right for the nostalgia series, kind of getting a little out of hand, but at the but to support DJ's point right, dude, you're, we need to split the series, it need it, it's you want to grow the sport use that phrase you want to give the nostalgia funny cars. A bigger stage to race on is A fuel in nitro, right? We we need to split the sport. We need to we need to have so many events where it's Mountain Motor Pro Stock and Pro Mod and 
the top fuel or alcohol dragster and alcohol funny car and and us you know the sports the the regular sportsman rotation um, i just feel like there's a lot of different underlying situations when it comes to this this conversation there's a lot of different elements that yeah a lot of other things need to be fixed but this is two separate issues if you ask me i totally agree with that too it's you know people are taking one thing and just turning oh well you know screw NHRA because they're doing this or that fine don't race bye right it's their sandbox they can do whatever the hell they want and I mean yeah of course we all wish that there was 50,000 people in the fans at every five seconds and you know sponsors were coming out of our ears it's just not what it was in the 60s and NHRA is trying to do anything and everything they can in order to keep the sport going and even have a place to race. I mean, what does it tell you when they're selling off their racetracks that they own to quote unquote make improvements? I mean, they're they're treading water just as much just as much as we are as racers. So they're just trying to make it better. You know, and sometimes every not everybody's gonna agree with everybody and, and that's fine, but it's just like, man, every time my theory on any time anybody just straight up hates on people, it doesn't make the sport in general look very good. Like if I was a sponsor and I'm just cruising through I'm cruising through Facebook and I see all this like, oh F NHRA, you know, what are they doing? Blah blah blah. Like, I'm not gonna go spend my money over there. Sorry. I I okay. I can get with you on that. I I, I can I can sense. get no I can't I understand that and I told and I again if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all oh uh, but at the same time the passion that everybody has and points of view and perspective they're they're not always all wrong they're so we kind of need that opportunity to to move along to grow our sport and I'm I'm with you on that I just uh I, there's there's a lot of things that I'd like to see. We have a lot of things changing. You know, there's a lot of live streaming and, and on demand that's going on. That I mean, I I feel like at some point we're probably going to get to the situation where we're going to look like some of the NASCAR tracks and we're going to have tarps over certain sections of grandstands. You know, NASCAR is notorious for that, and they're going to have nice big sponsor branded cover ups that are going to go over seats. Uh, and you know, I mean, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that because we're going to such a demand society. It just, it's interesting to me to kind of understand and see where their strategy is going, especially with a new company, a new sponsor like Camping World coming in. And we have got to impact their demographics and create and generate sales for them. Um, or, or they won't be around very long and that would be bad for our nope. sport too. So, yep. All right, well, we've went through our list. We've ran it a little bit. We gave out some gifts for some ideas on your social media side. We've invited you to come take a challenge with us. Uh, let us know what it is that you feel like you do good in marketing. You can send that information to hate mail at Rachel and Rental Cars. Let us know. We'll help you out. Don't sit on the sidelines. But that being said, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Hope all of your families are healthy and happy and you get to spend the holidays together and try not to take advantage of it or take it for granted. And uh, we are going to see you right before New Year's and you got one week left to use CBDMDRIRC. Go over Fill yourself up to start your new year off with CBD products, K&N filters over sign up for their newsletter. Also, the Manscape, as we mentioned before. And Cam, I'm going to go spend some time with my family for Christmas. I wish you and Angie, Jet, and little baby Foray a Merry Christmas, baby girl. Little, uh, little Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and your family. Uh, during this time and uh, I'll see you next week absolutely Merry Christmas to everybody you filthy animals um, 
yeah, I hope everyone has a help, uh, healthy, happy holiday. Um, sorry to those of you that uh, can't get to see your families, you know, aside from Zoom. You know, it's kind of a bummer. But uh, we'll all get through it. And we'll see you on the other side, maybe one more time before uh, the new year starts. But um, also, I just want to give a big shout out to uh, Alex and make sure you log on to sponsorstrategies.com. Sign up for his for his course. Get yourself 50% off using, what was the promo code? R-I-R-C, half off, all capital letters, please. Boom. Get yourself half off. Um, guy knows a lot of stuff. He knows his stuff. He's preaching it, and uh, it will definitely help and benefit you guys. So check it out. Save some money from all of our sponsors. We appreciate them. And yeah, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. See ya. Later. Thank you for downloading this episode of Racers and Rental Cars. This episode has been brought to you in part by Streetway Marketing and Media, Voice America for all of your podcasting needs, K&N Air Filters, Manscaped.com, CBDMD, Motion Raceworks, and LB Trailer Sales. Be sure to use the RIRC promo code at any of the listed sponsors. They appreciate your business, and we'll see you next week.